This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Well, actually, it's just Austin. Strick uh, was traveling back. He tried to jump on the show. Wasn't quite able to make it work. Appreciate the effort out of the nine-year NBA vet, the Husker Hall of Famer. He'll be back tomorrow for another full show of On the Block. We're going to turn it over now to me from yesterday. Uh, I host the Husker Extra Hour. I've been in the last uh, few weeks talking with Sam McEwen and Tom Chattel about the most recent Husker game. Uh, this time, obviously, Nebraska and Wisconsin is what was on the docket. Uh, Tom Chattel, I started off that conversation by asking, asking him... him- about um, why it was that Nebraska and Wisconsin never took off as a series like Nebraska and Iowa did. Yeah, I just think it's just plain and simple that Wisconsin's had the better. Okay, maybe we won't replay that conversation if it's going to be echoing as well. Looks like there's something going on with one of our pods. So we, again, apologize for the technical difficulties. We'll work to get those figured out. Um, Quick Note in college football, something to monitor is the the health and the availability of Jordan Travis for Florida State. The Seminoles ranked number four in the college football playoff rankings. Beat North Alabama yesterday, fifty eight to thirteen. Um, tackle late touchdown on to get to fifty eight, but they lose Jordan Travis in the process. Uh, Jordan Travis probably wasn't going to win the Heisman. It was having a fantastic year for the Seminoles. He goes down with a knee injury, and obviously Florida State plenty talented across the board. But the quarterback's the engine. Jordan Travis worked his way up the depth chart from the time he got to Florida State, could have transferred out here or there, but he stuck it out and became a star under Mike Norvell and in sticking in Tallahassee. Him going down with a knee injury absolutely, to me, kills the Seminoles' chances of getting into the college football playoff. Now, if Florida State is able to win, uh, it's final game of the regular season, then take care of business against Louisville in the ACC championship game. You'd say, well, why would they get jumped? You know, they're, they're at number four. They did everything asked of them. I think it's for two reasons. Number one, Washington's win over Oregon is a better win than anything Florida State can say right now. Not a bad schedule that Florida State's played, but I just don't think any win holds that weight uh, for the Seminoles like the Oregon win does for Washington. And Washington has the stars available. It shouldn't factor in. The committee would say it wouldn't factor in. But there's a sneaking suspicion I have that Washington would jump Florida State partially because Jordan Travis is out. 
because of how much he means to the Seminoles. Keon Coleman's great. Trey Benson's great. Jared Verse is great. But it's Jordan Travis. He's the quarterback. He's the headliner. You want him available. If he's not there to play, look at Washington. Michael Penix, uh, Jalen McMillan, Romo Dunze. Really great defense. Kalen DeBoer is an awesome story. Oh, and they probably would have beaten Oregon twice. Washington's not getting into the playoff if Oregon gets revenge for uh, that game up in Seattle. But if Washington were to beat Oregon twice, handle the rest of a improved and improved Pac-12. Really, I don't think anyone saw this version of the Pac-12 coming this year. It would be incredibly difficult to leave a relatively healthy, well, again, everyone's banged up at the end of the year, but a Washington team with presumably all its stars available out of the playoff in favor of a Florida State without Jordan Travis. Florida State's good. I just don't think the entertainment value is the same. Uh, Florida State's ceiling is to be determined without Jordan Travis in the lineup as well. So I would say over the next couple weeks, maybe even as early as tomorrow, when the, the next college football playoff rankings come out, I would say watch for Washington to jump Florida State in the rankings, even though Florida State won convincingly. I I think Washington has the inside track to that spot now. And then it comes down to some of the conversations further down the ballot. Let's say Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. Does Georgia drop out? Does Bama jump in, Georgia stay? Who does that kick to the curb? Same conversation to be had, kind of, with Ohio State and Michigan. This feels like a college football playoff elimination game. If Ohio State wins and Michigan uh, doesn't go to the Big Ten championship game by virtue of losing to Ohio State, they're sitting at home. They don't get a chance to to make up for that loss. Ohio State's in. Michigan would drop, I presume, behind Washington and maybe even behind Florida State, even without Jordan Travis. On the flip side of that, Ohio State rated ahead of Michigan in the college football playoff rankings. If the, the Wolverines win... They go to the Big Ten Championship game. No way for Ohio State to make up for that loss. They're likely on the outside looking in. Does Texas factor into this? Texas um, pretty much assured of a spot in the Big 12 Championship game. You never say never with how wild that conference is and all the, the changeover at the top. But who do they play? Will they play Oklahoma that squeaked by BYU? Will they, will they play Oklahoma State? Will it be Kansas State? Who, who beat Kansas in the Sunflower Showdown. It, it was hairy, it was tight, but Kansas State gets it done. Who's Texas's opponent? What does that game look like? How does Texas have to look? And what kind of help does Texas need to jump into that college football playoff? Um, 62-46 says, everything will work itself out. Pac-12 SEC Big Ten Championship uh, winners are all in. Florida State, if it's undefeated, is in. Texas needs Florida State to lose. Probably... Probably true. The wrench into that is that there are two Big Ten teams ranked that high. Bama needs help climbing. They absolutely do. We've seen crazier things than the committee putting both Ohio State and Michigan in this playoff, even if one of them loses and doesn't go to the the Big Ten championship game. I think that's the most likely option. But then seeding becomes a huge question. 
Let's. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Say Bama beats Georgia. Okay. Uh, Bama beats Georgia and Ohio State beats Michigan. Ryan Day's off the schneid. Ohio State's your one. Does Bama jump all the way up to two? Or do you give an undefeated Pac-12 champion Washington number two? That would be fascinating to me. Florida State. Do you prefer a Jordan Travis-less Florida State or a Michigan that just lost to Ohio State? Michigan would probably have to drop to the four, but do you want a rematch of that game that quick? And does Michigan deserve the three if they just lost to Ohio State? I don't know. And then do you drop Georgia if they lose to Alabama all the way from one to out? Does Georgia just drop to four because Alabama's been playing better? They recovered to or recovered from the loss to Texas. And is Texas's resume in the Big 12 good enough that all it needs is Florida State to lose? I don't think Texas's resume is better than Washington's right now. I really don't. Quinn Ewers, Michael Penix, probably on a similar level. Um, I take Penix, but you could talk me into to Quinn Ewers. Supporting cast Xavier Worthy's a stud at Texas. Uh, the tight end, uh, Jatavian Sanders, I think his name is for the Longhorns. Really good, solid defense, but points, right? These games are played in about as controlled an environment as you can. Washington's offense, the way it is when it's clicking, even the defense stood up in the rain against Oregon State. Oregon State came into the game with the third best, you know, rushing, you know, per play, um, EPA per play in the country. Washington's rush defense on the road, 130th in EPA per play. And Washington found a way to win that game on the road in the rain. You you don't leave that team out. The wildest of wild cards, if you ask me, is Oregon. If Oregon beats Washington, Washington's out. Does Oregon jump all the way up and in? Tomorrow's rankings and this weekend's games will say so much more than I think even the championship games will. The stage for all the drama or even the lack thereof, is going to be set this coming weekend. Some of those games Friday, most of them on Saturday. Again, don't forget on Friday, early break from 6 to 8, just like normal. Jake Sorensen, Steve Sipple, Coach Bill Bush. After those three are off the air, we roll right into pregame. 11 o'clock kick for Nebraska and Iowa. And we have our normal pregame coverage, normal pregame lineup starting at 8 o'clock. We'll take you up to kickoff. Um, after the game, then Nick and Jay, they'll do their post game thing. Bach and I will be in, and I think we're going to have some volleyball post game. That'll be after Nebraska and Wisconsin. 
uh, text line, you were very gracious in setting me straight and letting me know that Wisconsin is not the final game of the regular season. The Huskers uh, have the Badgers on Friday. They will then play Minnesota after that. All academic for Nebraska volleyball at this point uh, because they they wrap up the Big Ten championship, of course, with their three-set win over Iowa last night. So big congratulations to John Cook and his team on raising the first banner since, what, 2017? I think it was the first Big Ten championship since 2017. Wisconsin and Minnesota have gone back and forth at the top of the conference, but by virtue of Nebraska's win over Wisconsin, Purdue taking down the Badgers as well. Nebraska, even with a weekend to go in Big Ten play, Husker Volleyball is the Big Ten champs. Um, 52-77 asks, how is the Michigan-Ohio State game an 11 o'clock game? Um, Here's the thing, 52-77. Money. Money's the reason. Who is the Big Ten's primary television partner? It's Fox. Fox doesn't want to compete with ESPN's primetime game, that game in the, the 6.30 to, to 7 o'clock start range. Doesn't want to compete with that. It also doesn't want to compete with the SEC on CBS. That's the 2.30 kick. What window does that leave you? The 11 o'clock window. That's what Fox has poured a lot of time, a lot of effort into making its baby. That's what Fox wants. That's what Fox gets. It's been that way for a few years, right? We, we've seen this. We've seen this happening. That more and more, you know, the, the big noon kickoff games, as, as Fox likes to call them, are big games. Eleven a.m. games aren't throwaways anymore, especially for for Big Ten teams. Even some Big Twelve teams will will get on on big noon with their their media deal with Fox as well, but. I would say watch out for even more big 11 o'clock games moving forward with these West Coast teams coming into the Big Ten. How are they going to handle those games? Watch out for that night game on NBC as well. Nebraska and Wisconsin just got done playing in it um, this last weekend. Peacock, I'm curious to see how they use. I'm less against 11 o'clock big games on network television, but I'm curious to see what the distribution of games on Peacock is across the, the Big Ten. Because you're not getting away with keeping Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State completely off the platform. If all Peacock was getting were, you know, Rutgers-Illinois games or Indiana-Purdue games, NBC isn't ponying up nearly as much money as it did to help boost the Big Ten rights media deal to historical heights. So if Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State have to play games on those platforms, so will everyone else. Now, Ohio State, Michigan won't be Peacock exclusive. Penn State, Michigan won't be Peacock exclusive. But all of those teams will play a game on Peacock pretty much every year. At the very least, every two years. NBC wouldn't pay that much money to get the rights to the Big Ten if it wasn't getting a revenue driver, a reason for people to subscribe to its platform. Good stuff there. We'll take a break. When we get back, we will cross it over with old school DP&J in the building. We'll cross it over, wrap up on the block next.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.